0: Previously on the Spielman and Hooley We Tackle Life podcast. Yeah, I they nothing You take a look at it. I mean, what's more important to you, Be the Big Ten champions or
1: be the national champs? Yeah. They're not talking about Big Ten championships over there. No, they they might, they might give it lip service, but you don't think they're thinking Big Ten champ? Oh, that. Uh, we gotta it. win a Big Ten. I don't care. I don't care about the playoff or the national championship. Our goal's the Big Ten. Yeah, sure, it was back in 1978.
0: <laughs> well, you bring the truth, Mr. Spielman, but uh, Ryan Day yesterday is saying, no, 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 Big Ten matters, and it's all about uh, tradition and excellence matter. and all that. It's just, yeah, I know. Like, we He's got to say that, right? Sure, he does, yeah. And we were chatting about the Big Ten championship in the context of, should you play Justin Fields in this game? And Ryan Day, I asked him yesterday, I said, you know, did you give it any thought at all? And he didn't say they didn't give it any thought, but he said he'll play 60 minutes. If mm-hmm. you know, He didn't even say if he's healthy. He said he'll play 60 minutes. So I guess he's counting on a closer game than <laughs> yeah, 38 to 6. you are. <laughs> I'm with Ryan. It's a close game. You think so? Two
1: touchdown game. Two touchdowns.
0: Well, yeah. uh, this brings up an interesting way to get into the uh, Wednesday edition of the Spielman and Hooley We Tackle Life podcast. I do not believe there's any uh, way, shape, or form that this – uh, game, the rematch is an advantage for Wisconsin. But I believe it's possible that the rematch can be more of an advantage for one team versus an, uh, another team. Advantageous for one team to play a rematch versus advantageous for the other team to play a rematch. And I do believe it's more advantageous in terms of game planning for Wisconsin to play the rematch because they know what they tried to do in their normal mm-hmm. this is how we like to win way and it didn't work the first time. Ohio State everything they tried pretty much in the second half at least worked so I don't know how Ohio State why Ohio State would go into this game thinking they have to do anything different.
1: That's one way to look at it. Uh, the wrong, the wrong way, way. The wrong way. Yes, thank <laughs> yes. you. Please now tell us the
0: right way please.
1: I think it's advantageous for Ohio State for one reason and one reason only because they have so many different ways to hurt you. And if you think that Ryan Day is going to sit back and not make adjustments or add wrinkles to this game, um, and this can come from his previous experience of playing the same team twice and how to adjust to playing the same team twice so he knows how to do that, and with the amount of players and how many different ways that Ohio State can hurt you, uh, I think it's an advantage um Ohio State, Wisconsin is what they are. Mm-hmm. You know, they have a pretty good wide receiver, a good running back, and a pretty good quarterback. Ohio State has a great quarterback, a great running back, and great wide receivers. Ohio State has defensive backs that can match up with, give me the guy's name, Cephas or... Uh, Quintes Cephas. Cephas, yeah, who's a good player. He's a good player. But, you know, that's the problem that uh, the rest of the Big Ten has with Ohio State is... That Ohio State can match up athletically on defense against your best skilled players on offense. And by the way, let's take away Chris Olave. Okay, well mm-hmm. then we'll throw it to KJ Hill in a mm-hmm. one-on-one matchup, yep. or Austin Mack in a one-on-one matchup, or Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson in a one-on-one matchup. And by the way, let's start working the tight ends over the middle. You know that's not working. We'll we'll go ahead and check it down to JK Dobbins if we want. Or yeah. So I mean, it is what it is. And you you were the one that really got me thinking about this, that the Big Ten isn't a bad conference whatsoever. It's probably, I still say it would be second to the SEC overall. Yes, I would say so. But Ohio State is so superior to the Big Ten, and I got in a conversation with Michigan fans, and spurned from our a uh, podcast the other day.
0: Were they, pre- uh, were they telling you how much they appreciate your efforts to help them no, get back? No,
1: they don't like my no? advice. What? They don't want my sympathy I saw or one my guy advice. say,
0: we don't need your sympathy. <laughs> not giving
1: it. You Just said I'm not giving sympathy. Trying to, trying to help you. And uh, and one of the things was, well, a lot of the, the best players from that contributed in that game aren't from Ohio. Justin Fields, J.K. Dobbins, Chase Young from Maryland, J.K uh from Texas and Justin Fields from Georgia. Yeah, but look at the whole roster. And the whole the offensive line is pretty good. The defensive line as a whole is pretty good. The secondary as a whole is pretty good. And we're not talking about Ohio State. What Ohio State's doing in the recruiting wars is working. What Michigan is doing in the recruiting wars is not working relatively speaking to Ohio State. Correct. It is working versus Minnesota was No, not Wisconsin. I take that back. Indiana Illinois and whoever else they're playing. If
0: you want to be 4th in the Big 10, keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, I mean, just keep doing it. Just
1: then that's what I, just hey, just stay with it. Yeah. Just stay with it because if yeah. you got it going on. But doesn't bother you,
0: then okay, great. But you know what? It bothers me because I'd like for the rivalry to actually be a rivalry. Otherwise, I'm for putting you in October and moving Penn State to the last weekend of the regular season because they give Ohio State a better game. There's more intrigue. Let's just focus on the Penn State game. I
1: just go back to that 2002 game, right? How great was that? It's a great game, one and, and Will two. Will Allen two, breaks great up the game, pass. And
0: how about 2006, one yeah. and two?
1: That's one. Which one did Will Allen break up the pass in? 2002. The, yeah, it's just uh I mean, those are. I miss those days. I do. I mean, I like Ohio State's dominance. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy it. And um, the misery of the Michigan fan—that's a little bit enjoyable. I'm not gonna lie. No. Yeah.
0: But it feels at some point we get into almost uh, animal cruelty areas here, where we just keep... (laughs) I mean, I'm watching the Ohio Ohio State fans at the end of that game, and I'm thinking, um, are you really that thrilled with what you're seeing? Are you just thrilled with the general idea? Or are you just thrilled with, you know, I should be thrilled, so I'm going to act thrilled? Because Um, this sure didn't surprise me, what I saw. I said it was coming all season. I said it was coming. Like, I didn't say it was coming that week. I said it was coming... After the Wisconsin Michigan game, hey, they're gonna get. Remember, I said. Yeah. I think Harbaugh, if he could give him an out, if he could get mono that week, so he didn't have to stand there on the sidelines and watch Ohio State go up and down, would say, "Yeah, I'll take the mono." I mean, I'm You've proposing. That. Yeah. I'm proposing that in October, because it was obvious what was going to happen the last Saturday in November. You've
1: been on that, and but I want to go back to what Justin Fields said in his press conference, where maybe. Ohio State cares more. Maybe the players mm-hmm. care more. Maybe the fans care more. I, I think there's some truth to that. Could you imagine, Bruce, uh, if we're in Columbus and Ohio Stadium, the only thing left is a sea of maize and blue at the end of the game? Yeah, could it'd you? Be make, could you ever a, see that happening in, in Columbus, well, Ohio? I mean,
0: I can see it happening because you know I, my all my brain cells aren't deactivated, and I have seen it happening. I saw it happen in 1996 I saw it happen in 1992 I saw it you know happen in 2000
1: really? yeah but do you think but we, we still
0: been a the, while it's way back there tucked <laughs> in the back like was, oh here it is I took the lid off there it is I thought I buried that
1: the rivalry uh for Ohio State it never wavered I think the rivalry at times and I don't know if this is on Rich Rod uh I think Brady tried to reignite the the rivalry, Brady Hoke, but it just, I don't know how important it is to them. I mean, they say it's important, but saying it and doing it are two different things. Yes. Were you looking at my t-shirt?
0: Yeah, I am looking at your t-shirt, but don't say anything about your t-shirt because I got something I want to Why, you want to try
1: people. to sell it or? No, I, I think I know where you
0: got it and I'm trying to find out. I didn't out. get
1: it from there. I got it from somebody.
0: You got it from somebody.
1: Yes. You know okay. the guy who I got it from. I
0: know. That's why I'm trying to find it on okay. the web, so I'm okay. trying to give people a little tip to it. Okay. All right. Uh, we are uh, in violation of a very, very important journalistic standard of burying the lead here six minutes and 50-some seconds or eight minutes in. Ohio State is number one in the college football playoff rankings released last night, but that's not really the breaking news. What's really the breaking news, folks, is that I can tell you right now, Ohio State after they beat Wisconsin in the Big Ten championship game, is going to remain number one. If you're sitting there going, yeah, but LSU plays Georgia, and Georgia's four, and nope, 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 nope. Ohio State is going to stay number one, and I can give you reasons for why they're going to stay number one, but Mr. Spielman, do you agree? No, please,
1: no, I'll I'll hear your reasons. Okay. I'll give you one, the only reason that I have, and... I think it's the most important reason and uh, a clear and obvious answer.
0: My first tip that they were going to stay number one is the fact that Wisconsin moved from 12 to 8. Big jump. Off a win over Minnesota. Now, it was a a convincing win, and it was at Minnesota. But Wisconsin is the highest-ranked two-loss team. Okay, so that tells you they want to give... Ohio State's win over Wisconsin this coming Saturday, close to as much weight as LSU's win over Georgia, which is four. That's my first tip-off, but I have others. Keep rowing the boat. Go
1: ahead. Cincinnati
0: lost at Memphis and dropped one spot. One. Is there a rematch? There is a rematch for that one. It's at Memphis again this week. Cincinnati dropped one spot, losing at Memphis. I mean Memphis is good, but typically if you lose to Memphis, you're going to drop more than that. Well,
1: Cincinnati didn't have its quarterback playing, if I'm that not mistaken. True.
0: Um Penn State is 10th. Minnesota dropped eight spots. No, 10 spots. Well, you're both. 10. They dropped from 8 to 18. Now Minnesota really didn't have much to do with Ohio State. I bring up the Minnesota thing in that if Minnesota stinks, like the committee's sitting there going, you know, we really don't believe in Minnesota, but they're a one-loss team, and so, okay, we have to rank you eighth. But, boy, we're waiting for you to lose, and we're going to, like, drop you like a hot rock. So they drop Minnesota. Okay, if Minnesota stinks, then why are you giving Wisconsin's win over Minnesota? Such great weight. And here's the final straw. Okay, Bama... Bama drops seven spots after losing on the road to Auburn by three, where Bama got totally screwed well, at the end of the half no, on a field they goal. They got totally no, screwed on didn't. that field goal. No. All right. Bama drops seven it's losing gone. on the losing on the road by three to Auburn. Michigan drops one spot losing by twenty nine at home. To Ohio State and they clearly want to inflate Michigan they clearly want to inflate Wisconsin they clearly want to do that and again don't don't hear me say that Ohio State doesn't deserve to be number one I'm telling you why Ohio State is going to be number Man, one are you a conspiracy and how terrorist. they're going to justify oh it Sunday because LSU is going to say what, what do you mean we got wins over four Georgia nine Florida 11 Auburn 12 Alabama Ohio State's got one win over a top-12 team. How are they better? And they go, well, you know, Wisconsin was eight when they beat them, and Michigan still is 13 or 14. (laughs) That's what they're going to say. So you don't have to worry. This is a public service announcement. You don't have to worry about Ohio State dropping to two if LSU beats Georgia because Ohio State is not going to drop to two. And the other teams in the rankings last night, where they fell, how much some fell, how much some climbed, it's nonsensical, except the only conceivable explanation you can throw a blanket over the entire bunch is they think Ohio State's better off their eye test. They're afraid to say that, and so they want to give some statistical support to Ohio State being number one.
1: Row your boat, Skyyama. I can't say it enough. That's why I kept uh, interjecting. Every time I hear Minnesota, yes. the, those, those words flash in my brain. Oh, and it's synonymous with Minnesota. <laughs> I'm going to Minnesota this week, by the way, for the— Lions and Vikings, Minnesota, row your boats. Uh, here's the thing.
0: Maybe you should get P.J. Fleck to go talk to Kirk Cousins before <laughs> hey, his next national, t- nationally yeah.
1: televised row. Hey, it you. wasn't Kirk Cousins' fault. He actually tried to guard somebody, and you might be okay. Uh, here's the thing, Bruce. I, I really admire your insight and your conspiracy theory on that. And What? What? But... You, you actually hit on the only reason why they're number one. I know why they're number 1. I'm just saying that's why they're yeah. afraid to say why. They're they, I don't know why they're afraid just to say, say it, it because that that was the biggest thing of why we have this committee Correct. invented. Everybody wanted a human element, the eyeball test. Everybody wanted it. Well, now you have it and it's clear that Ohio State is the most talented team in the country. That doesn't mean they're going to win the game, but if you're going to put weight on the eyeball test, then of course they're number one, yeah, and just story. Say, just we say, watch this, them. They're yeah.
0: they're dominant. Now he did say it like two weeks ago, when Ohio State went back over LSU. He said, you know, we just watch them, and they're so dominant. And I love that that they were owning the eyeball test. Basically, guys, we're here to bring some logic, to bring some assessment, to bring some analysis to the pro, pros, uh, project. And so, yeah, Ohio, we think Ohio State's better. So one thing you're not taking into account.
1: That I, of course, am because I am the ultimate pessimist. If there's an upset Saturday night, mm. and Wisconsin wins, that still gives them. <laughs> I just just stay with it. Just stay. I know. Pretend
0: like you you. you Wait, do. I don't have any music so that people know we're in fantasy land. I don't have any harp music to play. Just I mean, it's not like
1: it could never happen, right? I mean, it's possible.
0: Well, Appalachian State beat Michigan, yeah, so I like Chaminade beat Virginia, so I guess anything's it possible. It is
1: possible. It's in
0: sports, anything's possible.
1: So they're just covering their ends to make sure that Ohio State gets into the playoffs and saying, well, our number one got beaten up by number eight, so we can only drop them two spots.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's true, too. So yeah.
1: I, I think it's actually now I think about it because of my awareness in my instincts, in my natural brilliance on figuring out.
0: <laughs> and, and your humility. Yeah. <laughs>
1: it took you too long you were playing with a computer it took you too long yes and my (laughs) and my humility no i do think it gives them cover to drop them to three or four if there happens to be an upset
0: well and they should only drop them that far i mean they they, ohio state is (laughs) to to have a college football playoff this year to presume there are four teams better than ohio state no matter what happens saturday night is ridiculous let me ask
1: you this question uh i think that reason why you play Justin Fields is because you're playing for the one seed because I think whoever that four team is the four seed would it be
0: Baylor Utah <laughs> Oklahoma <laughs> yeah. I don't know who else Chamberlain is. College of Nursing whoever yeah, that, this, that fourth, they're also right there with Baylor Oklahoma and Utah whoever that
1: fourth team is um that's important, I think. You, you want to play them rather than LSU or Clemson, correct? I, we, we're in agreement with that. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather And so play. that's why you play Justin Fields. Now, the interesting thing is... Uh yeah, And you play him, hopefully, and I just read today where Justin's going to wear that offensive lineman protection where it gives him a...
0: Don't the big clunky knee brace. Well,
1: yeah, and he still can be very effective as a runner because he's superior athletically. I'm not scram- saying- he
0: scrambled away from pressure <laughs> five minutes after he got hurt in that knee brace and threw a 30-yard perfectly lofted touchdown pass to Garrett Yeah, I Wilson. think he'll be fine on that. <clears throat> what if it was the NFL? Do you
1: think he'd be playing?
0: Well... If it were the NFL and they were twelve, they you know, had a playoff, a playoff spot. They they had, locked they, up. No, yeah. I don't think he would.
1: Okay, no. Even if it's for a better matchup,
0: I think uh, if it was for what I about a home know.
1: field I mean, playoff maybe. game? I think that that's the difference to me.
0: I mean, I, I've been looking. Yeah, that's the difference. Yeah,
1: my mindset is all NFL right now, and as we're winding down into the playoffs, and it's all about positioning. That's my mindset. Look, I think, um, I think you look at. Or If he's not 100% healthy or is there a chance that he can injure it and he wouldn't be available for the playoffs, what's the percentages? One thing I do believe strongly, mm-hmm. I, I believe in analytics, but strongly believe in analytics is from doctors, what's the percentages mm-hmm. or chances of him hurting it more? And does this knee brace protect him? If And I think for Justin, I think if it's a security blanket for him, good. Wear two knee braces. I still think he's athletic enough to where he's – Wisconsin can't automatically say he's not going to run the football. That'd be a mistake. But I do know this. Ryan Day understands how to prepare for two opponents mm-hmm. in the same year. Uh, and I think a lot of that comes from you know the benefit of coaching in the NFL because you play do two, two divisional opponents every single year. And so he's not going to stay the same. We are going to see something different. And that's a problem. For Jim Leonard in that Wisconsin defense. Uh, Jim Leonard, by the way, is the defense coordinator of the Badgers out there.
0: Yes, he is. Former Wisconsin well, I don't Badger. know if anybody knows, uh, knows, knows that. Wow, I was just confirming your brilliance yeah. and, and hum- humility. <laughs> All in one. Uh, Jimmy Leonard is the Wisconsin D.C., played at Wisconsin. He's one of the great walk-on success stories. Ended up oh, playing in I the know. NFL with the Baltimore Ravens. We, I know. You could, he could State, dunk a basketball. You know, here's how you know uh, Ohio State is an elite football program. We don't have any great walk-on success. I was just going to ask you don't that. Have you any. know, we have Zippo. Zippo. You, who Not is
1: the Zippo. best
0: walk-on? Nate Ebner, I guess. In He's the Ohio one that comes State to football. mind now. He's got Super Bowl rings with the Patriots, but he didn't start. But you know, you he got like a, a f- at Florida, you got tons of them. At Nebraska, you got tons of them. At Michigan, you got poor Jordan Glasgow out there chasing Ohio State receivers around all over the field. Uh, we don't have them because. You know, you need oh. them when you've whiff in recruiting, or you don't have great talent. I I, I guarantee get, you, Urban's I, not had any I great got
1: Destroyed just. by Michigan folks when uh, oh. when uh, was it? Richrod when Melvin Gordon I think ran for three hundred some yards. Yeah, and uh, I believe I was working with Dave Pash at the time. Asked me what the problem is. Well, when your best player is a walk on, that's the problem. And the best player was a safety from Ohio. Named Kovacs, I think his mm-hmm. last name was. Do you remember the season? Jordan
0: Kovacs? Was that that's a yeah, name that sticks in my head? Yeah, I
1: think it was. Who was a good player? Yeah, but he, you know, your best players are walk-ons. Forget about it. Yeah. Do we have a Do we have a really good I'm walk-on? Sure we do. Story? Somebody <laughs>
0: email the show. Spiel I need Hulley to know who's the best
1: walk-on in Ohio State football history. Best
0: walk-on in Ohio State history. I'm trying to think. Eh, was Brian Stabline a walk-on? Was Matt France
1: a uh, walk-on at one time?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Um, that that's really
1: says a lot about the greatness of Ohio yeah, it State. It does. I mean, and in recruiting where yes. they don't miss.
0: They don't miss. No, they don't. They don't miss enough for Michigan, at least. Uh, Saturday night, 8 o'clock, Indianapolis. Uh, the Ohio State ticket allotment is gone, but I'm sure if you call uh, the Wisconsin ticket office, they'll have uh, many turned back in as probably Why do you have said. say some. that? Well, you'll probably Bucky's have here? lots of Bucky the Badger fans who were there, in 2014, and 2016, <laughs> who are like, "It'll eh, be different." This seen time. this movie before. <laughs> I don't really want to see the uh, one of the third, the second sequel to it. So uh, if you're not going, uh, you could still tailgate, and if you want to do it right, you'll do it with Stover Farms custom meats, steaks. Uh, They have delicious chicken turkey. Order your Christmas turkeys now because if you don't order them, you can't just go in and pick them up because Stover pre orders the turkeys from their supplier who grows turkeys in the same fashion that Stover does its uh, certified Angus beef. No hormone, non GMO. It's just fantastic. Uh, I had a buddy who got a turkey for Christmas or for uh, Thanksgiving, and he's like, wow, this turkey is amazing. Their steaks are amazing. And Spielman and Huli listeners have a BOGO, a buy one, get one, which a BOGO is what, Spiels? What's the word for a BOGO? The word for bogo, yeah, the I mean a bogo, a b o g o for buy one get well, one. Well, if called you were what? paying attention, would I I, I it? forgot it. You I mean, an acronym it.
1: would it not be, Bruce? Thank
0: you, an acronym. Spiels breaking out the big words. <laughs> no, I just uh, a bogo. You get Tell so him, upset. I'm here because Spiel schooled Bruce on what an acronym is. <laughs> you get is. so upset, and I'm like happens. a free pound of hamburger, please. Yes, you get a free pound of hamburger with every pound you buy. And that takes it well under market at Kroger, and you get the best beef out there. Stover Farms Custom Meats. Where is it? 4,000 Presidential Parkway in Powell. You can find them online, stoverfarmscustommeats.com. All right, we talked about the eye test, and we are fans yeah. of the eye test. Yes, we are. If you're going to have a committee, uh, even though you know sometimes they look like stooges and they look like they're stacking the deck, which they clearly are here in Ohio State's favor, so it's just fine with us. Would you want them to put a two-loss team in ahead of a one-loss team? My argument on the eye test is, great, that's what you're there for, apply the eye test. But don't just apply the eye test on one and two. Apply the eye test in the most important spot, four and five. The most important decision they have to make, you would agree with me, is four, five, not one, I just don't one, think two. there's
1: a difference between four and five. Big you don't enough. think
0: there's a difference between Georgia with two losses and Baylor with one? No,
1: not unless they played.
0: Boy, I, I don't. I mean, I, I just, I mean, I think you okay. have to look at well, that. Why
1: don't you just go work for Paul Feinbaum in the SEC Network then? If you think nah, that. I don't want
0: to move to Charlotte, <laughs> I like it here.
1: No, I don't. I don't think four and five deserve the eyeball test. Wait a minute. When Ohio State
0: was five, did you want them to make no, eyeball test? No, I think between...
1: I, I have been on record as last year as a college football fraud committee.
0: Yes, and so you're making my point. No, I'm not. When Ohio State was five, you were like, they're clearly was that better.
1: based on what? If you remember what my argument was.
0: It wasn't the eye test. It was they.
1: conference champions, okay. which I was told meant something. Yeah.
0: When Ohio State didn't win the conference championship but got in over Penn State, where did, did you did stand that? they beat on that Penn one? State? No, Penn State beat them 24-21. But Penn State had a second loss, and Ohio State had the only, only the one loss.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, because Ohio State only had one loss. One loss trumps two losses. Yes, yes of course it does. Okay. It fits my agenda, sir. <laughs>
0: So okay. yes, you are correct. Really Again. Well, just for the record, if you couldn't tell, I think they should put in the four best teams. That's what I thought their mission was. Uh-oh. To me, Georgia is clearly better than Utah or yeah. Alabama's better than Utah. Not sure about that. Yeah. Uh, and the you know, the other part uh, there will always be this subjective judgment. Always, always, always. Ohio State will get much more mileage out of its win at home over Cincinnati then LSU will get mileage out of its win on the road at Texas. But if you could have your Buckeye fandom surgically removed, and I gave you the choice of playing a non-conference game at home against Cincinnati or on the road at Texas, every Buckeye fan would pick Cincinnati at home over on the road at Texas. Although
1: Texas, what, finished 7-5? Seven seven five. 5 Hey, get to that JD, J.K. Dobbins thing, because I have a... Uh... Statement I want to make:
0: J.K. Dobbins is moving up the Ohio State uh, rushing charts. Mm-hmm. Uh, he will not get to Archie Griffin. He may have already overtaken. What if he
1: is? He got another year left. If he well, he's to... got another
0: year left, but I don't think he's going to leave, leave. J.K. He'll be one of the. Top my advice. Two backs taken. Thanks his for his
1: service. Please. Good luck in the NFL.
0: And and K.J. Hill uh, is I think four catches away from becoming the all time leading catch receiver in Ohio State history, passing David Boston. Uh, amazing career achievements, of course. How should we view that as KJ Hill, I would say, is not even close to being one of the top five receivers in Ohio State history. And at this point in time, I would give J.K Dobbins more consideration as a top five back in Ohio State history, but I don't know if I'd put him as a top five back in Ohio State history. I would. After this year. At, I, I've
1: I've done a complete 180 on J.K. Okay.
0: Dobbins. He sold me. He's put. He's before I would have just dismissed it out of hand. Now I would say, yeah, I got to consider that. But he'd be closer to five than he would be to one for me. Archie, oh, yeah, Archie yeah, Eddie Zeke, he's not touching any but of those. Just, I mean, he, and already passed two of those guys not, already.
1: I, I don't think you're you're diminishing the greatness and production of J.K. Dobbins. J.K. It's Dobbins just, is it's what, just a
0: personal taste yeah, thing. Oh, please. Don't let me pass up an opportunity to comment on uh, Joel Klatt and Gus Johnson, your colleagues at Fox. But they said something Saturday. J.K. Dobbins has been overlooked this season. La, 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 la. Well, if J.K. Dobbins has been overlooked this season, fellas, it's nobody's fault other than yours. Because every single Ohio State game, every time Chase Young comes on the field, you say, oh, it's Chase Young. Here comes a sack. But every time J.K. Dobbins is on the field, you don't rave about J.K. Dobbins. Now, occasionally Gus will say J.K. all day. But if J.K. Dobbins is overlooked, it's because you guys have done more Ohio State games than anybody and haven't put him out there like you should have because against the best teams Ohio State has played, Wisconsin, Penn State, Michigan, and Michigan State, J.K. Dobbins has been better than he's been against other teams. He's averaged 175 yards per game on the ground. He has scored in those games, in four games, nine touchdowns. He's the engine that makes Ohio State work. He um, is It's him. Are Justin you? Fields, but J.K. Dobbins is also right there with you. You still have your Heisman vote. Yes, I still have my Heisman vote. So
1: do I. I voted.
0: Well, you're not allowed to say who you voted for.
1: I'm not so. allowed to s- give my final. Not allowed to give your order. I'm
0: not, i I I shouldn't let you give. Can I why give my finals. Give, why don't you give? I'll give five. No, okay, give five. That's That's what I wanted you I'll to do. It was four. not narrow it down because can I, I could get in a lot of trouble if a guy I'm doing a podcast with and could tackle before he gives his vote gave his vote on. Can that. I give four? You can give four. Okay, but not in any order. Okay, not in any order. Yes.
1: Uh, I'm going to start with J.K. Dobbins. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Chase Young. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to also add in two a tongue of Viola. Okay. And what about Justin Fields? And Justin Fields. Okay. So now, of your, out of that five, three, three of them, them. Three of them will be on your ballot. Or on my ballot, yes. Is that fair or is that not getting yeah, I'll,
0: I'll I'll concur with that. Three of those five will be on my ballot.
1: Hmm. I would. I'm going to say, well, I don't want to say that because it'll give away.
0: Yeah, three of those five will be okay. on my ballot. Uh, in other words, J.K. Dobbins, I think the takeaway from that is we both think J.K. Dobbins has had a phenomenal year, but I, I still don't think he's, if you say top three back in Ohio State history, I wouldn't say J.K. Dobbins.
1: No, here's how I base my Heisman vote. In, I mean, Joel and Gus have said this, there's the top player in America. Yes, with, many with, times with, they've said J.K. Young's the top player my, in America. I, and I get that, but I kind of put on you know, who's played the best in my opinion. That's how I, I – didn't, I didn't vote and, for the best – I don't necessarily vote for the best player. Mm-hmm. I vote for who had that special year.
0: And this is the thing about the Heisman is that – That's when, fair to the, vote that way. Though. Yes, of course, because there is no – well, there are wrong ways to vote for the Heisman. There are guys who just pick three guys from whatever school they love and vote for them. That's the wrong way to do it. Or, you know, like some years they'll vote for, you know, they cover a team and they'll vote for a guy who gets finishes 10th. You should have the winner on your ballot. If you don't have the winner on your ballot. You, I guarantee I have the winner on yeah, my ballot. Yeah, I mean, you, you, if he's not one of your top three, then you're just a homer, you're not paying attention. But... It's said it's the most outstanding player. Okay, what does most outstanding mean? Most outstanding can mean some off-field judgment of his character. It doesn't have to, but it can. Uh, True confession, I left Peter Warwick off my ballot because Peter Warwick got arrested for shoplifting. Okay? So that, to me, I didn't want Peter Warwick having a midseason suspension for shoplifting, a crime, to define a Heisman winner, because I think a high, little kids look up to Heisman winners. I don't particularly think shoplifting is enviable behavior. Right. Okay. Some people don't count character at all.
1: Well, he thought that was a perk for playing at Florida I guess, State. I
0: yes. So, you know, there are some people think it's, did he transform the program? Is his team in the playoff? You know. So it's, there's a lot of different criteria, and right. there's 900 and some voters. I like
1: your theory, though, that if you're if the winner's not on your top three, then yeah. you shouldn't vote.
0: I mean, I had a guy voting in Ohio a couple years ago who voted for a player from Kent State. Why? Because he thought he was a good player, and he saw him play, and I'm like, yeah, but come on, man. Like, one of the top <laughs> three players in America? And I don't think that player's been heard from. He's not like a, you know, a Mac player who went into the NFL and – uh, has really done well. So, yeah, uh, but K.J. Hill. I mean, K.J. Hill's made some big plays. He caught the winning touchdown pass at player. Penn State. He's, he's been, been consistent. a great player. He's going to probably supplant Gary Williams, who a lot of people, not the ex-basketball coach. No, but 44. Gary, very Gary Williams, number 44, played with Doug Donnelly, played with Art Schleister, who has the record for games with a catch, consecutive yeah. games with a catch, and K.J. Hill is going to play more games than Gary Williams played, so he's probably going to beat that record, although he had just one catch at Michigan, um, but I don't put KJ in the top five. Receivers no, but I, I look
1: at history. KJ though, and he's been a model of consistency, and he's been a great college football player. I mean, a great college player, and has been a great Buckeye. And so I don't know what that will translate into the NFL, like some of like Terry Glenn or Chris Carter. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know those are are, are some of the greats Joey of all Galloway. time. Joey Galloway, David Boston. Those guys are NFL guys yeah. that were pretty, most of them, long careers, successful careers Mike in, Thomas. The, in the NFL. Can't guard Mike, Can't exactly. Guard Mike. But K.J. has been so productive, and what we want out of these guys and what coaches want is not necessarily what type of NFL player they're going to turn out to be, but how productive are they when they had their opportunities, and K.J. Hill's been a model of consistency, and good for K.J. Uh,
0: our review of the day comes from uh, T&E Kevin. Who just reviewed us this week, which you say, well, I've reviewed you guys in the past. You never read my review. Well, here's how iTunes works they recycle the reviews every 48 hours so we don't have access to them. And that's why it's important for you to continually review the podcast to tell us, hey, I'd like to hear more about this, less about this. I like this segment. It was funny, whatever. Um, Uplifting. But it helps us with our sponsors to say, hey, here's where we're rated on iTunes, here's where we rank. And it also gives us fresh feedback from you. So thank you, uh, T&E Kevin, for going to iTunes and reviewing us this week. He says, I've been a fan of Chris Spielman since the days of the Wheaties Box. I discovered this podcast thanks to a link from his Twitter post. This is the best podcast out there if you enjoy hearing about the Buckeyes, the Big Ten, Browns, and Bengals. They have great conversations about all the details of the great game of football. The icing on the cake is the way they end the day with a sharing of their faith. In the end, football is just a game, but faith is so much more. Thanks, guys, for sharing from your heart and life experiences. Thank you, T and E Kevin. Appreciate that's it. The part of the podcast that's the uh, most uh, meaningful to us, even though, hey, I'll take you behind the curtain, folks. Spiel's got his first royalty check today. <laughs> I'm actually gonna decline it. You're gonna decline the royalty well, check. Yeah, I'm
1: gonna put it toward the the business. Put it, gonna reinvest it. <laughs> yeah, I'm reinvesting
0: oh, it in the business. Watch for the stock to soar on Wall Street, <laughs> folks. <laughs> Oh, uh, well, let's say, let's be, uh, let's remind people that if you go to SpielmanandHooley.com, you can find our latest podcast. You can find my blog, uh, college football related. You can sign up for our newsletter, which has a faith corner, which has Spiel's NFL schedule, which has links to the show that we uh, prepare for show prep. Uh, it has funny tweets that we have seen. So uh, the main reason that you should go to com right now is to register for an awesome giveaway. And we thank our friends at Premier at Sawmill Athletic Club. It's uh, right there on Bethel Road in uh, UA near Strader's Garden Center. It's one of the best, if not the best, fitness center in the capital city. They have indoor pool, outdoor pool, spin classes, aerobics classes, strength training classes, all kinds of classes. They have great... Uh, machine fitness equipment they have free weights they have child care two hours of child care moms can't get a workout in because ah, i got babies no no you can take them right there and it's uh, an amazing place the locker rooms are extremely clean and uh, very uh, user-friendly premier at salmo athletic club they're giving us a free couples membership to give away wow for 2020
1: you so are you and i as a couple no we're not a couple <laughs> yes we are
0: we're... we're a pair but we're not a couple uh, so, kind of are. Uh, <laughs> Work <We're no>, couple. <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> Besides, you do the home workout in the, in the workout fitness dungeon. Yes. Yeah. We saw your Instagram of uh, Thanksgiving Day. How about that. Family doing planks in the hallway. That was the end of the workout. That was the end of the workout. They didn't finish. They didn't eat. Food's a <laughs> so great there motivator. Go. There you go. Sure it is. Follow Spiels on Instagram or Spielman and Hooley on Instagram. We'll post little show content. But if you go to SpielmanandHooley.com and enter for the. Uh, Premier at Sawmill Couples Membership Giveaway. Um, We'll draw it first week in January. I think I'm getting back from Arizona on the 6th. So we'll draw it then. And if you have children, you say, well, couples won't work. No, they'll allow you to add the kids on for a modest, whatever the difference is between a couple's membership and a kid. So Jim Miller, thanks to him, thanks to Regan Coy Vistu, and you can become a a marquee member and have um, access to Premier at Sawmill Kinsale Golf and Fitness and Scioto Resort Golf Club. It's great, great, great. That's facility. a great great, great golf courses, great facilities, and they really take care of their members. Those
1: life. two golf courses are where you get your rent whooped by your lovely wife, Sherry. That's right. Oh, and, uh,
0: and, and occasionally <laughs> run into uh, guys we talk about on this podcast a lot. Oh, like, like who? Like, uh, <laughs> you know, a, a guy who got a big award last night, first time in 40 years. Coach right. of the year in the Big Ten. Oh. Coach Day is a golfer? Re- allegedly, reportedly. <laughs> I cannot confirm or deny. Here's the
1: media's favorite thing.
0: If true. If true. <laughs> yeah. If true. Well, we're at the part of the podcast where what we say is not if true. It is true. It's the faith portion of the podcast, which is our favorite. Mal Spiels is dialing that up on his uh, phone i will tell you if you're watching us on youtube and you'll say spiels that's a really cool buckeye donuts t-shirt yes it is a really cool buckeye donuts t-shirt and spiels got it uh from uh my friend todd burke at high street tees and you say well you know i went to ohio state years ago and man i'd like to have a t-shirt of uh, some of those businesses that you know either are or aren't in business anymore you know i'd like to have a papa john's uh, papa joe's t-shirt uh uh, library T-shirt or this or that or the other. Well, you can find them all at HighStreetTees, T-E-E-S.com. Cool. Todd did a good job cost, with this. They so. can, uh, you can get uh, glassware. You want a collection of bar glasses or whatever from your days when you were uh, a lot less sober than you are now, particularly on Thursday and Friday nights. <laughs> HighStreetTees.com is where you find it. And tell them when you order that you heard about it on the Spielman & Hooley podcast. That's a, that's a sharp-looking shirt, my friend. You want it? I'm jealous that I don't... Oh. No, I'll get one. T-Burk oh. will fix me up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got another we, one. We we could model I got a those couple online. of them. Yeah.
1: One's from... Um, I don't know. Zeno's, maybe? Is there a Zeno's down there somewhere? You
0: ever hear that? I or? was a good boy, Spiels. I didn't frequent what, High Bernie's Street. Bernie's Bagels. Bernie's Bagels. I, I didn't frequent High Street in my day. <laughs> okay. I, I know you didn't. Never? <laughs> Not one time? Yeah. Moving on to the fake <laughs> portion <of> the <laughs>
1: Which which is desperately needed now, I see. Yes, it is. <laughs> Especially- Are <you> <laughs> repentance in there? <laughs> yes. They, actually, <laughs> this is what it's all about today, interestingly enough. So you're just checking out the t-shirts. Uh, yeah, mean Mr. Mustards and more. Uh, all right, here we go. I was thinking about this. You know, you are a loving husband and a loving father. And so uh, many of our listeners are loving mothers or daughters or whatever. And so when you love somebody- you would have no problem, I knowing you as well as I know you, you would have no problem laying your life down for any of your daughters, your wife, uh, anybody that you love, that it's easy, I think, for us. At least we say in words or in our mind we think it would be easy. All right, I got to die so they can live. Yeah right? Yep. You, and, you would, you, and you would do the same. Yeah,
0: without hesitation. Without hesitation.
1: All right, you know, all right. I got I got to take it here. This I yes. got to take one for the team yep. and to put it in the sports context. So I was thinking about that, well, that's easy. Most people that love their wives and love their children would do that. Yeah. Without hesitation. And I think most it doesn't matter gender, right? They say men and women would do that without hesitation. But how hard would it be To make that sacrifice willingly to somebody that absolutely despises you Mm. and hates you and wants nothing more to see your demise in suffering and torture. Would you do that for somebody that despises you and hates you?
0: You're kidnapped by somebody. And uh, you, they're holding you hostage in a house and the cops show up to free you and the cops are firing on the person and you step in front of the person and take a bullet for him. Would you do that? No, of course you would not because you're a human. You are not.
1: Right. Jesus. So here's the thing. And this was prophesized in Isaiah. And so this was way before Isaiah was written way before the birth of Christ, but it was prophesized by the prophet Isaiah, but he was pierced for our transgressions transgressions, sins, he was crushed for iniquities. The punishment that brought our peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed, Isaiah 53, 5. So when I read that this morning, I was saying, you know, that's. I wanted to use the example. It is easy for us to sacrifice for things that we love and things that we care more about. I mean, love, one of the descriptions that I use for love is this, that... When I see people that I love dearly and deeply happy or have success, I have more joy for them than I would if that was me having that happiness or success or joy if I was experiencing it. That's love. When you see those that you love, just be happy and joyful. But I can't be happy and joyful because it's not in me for people that despise me and want to harm me and want to kill me. Well, that's the difference. I mean, that's the biggest difference in in, and what, what the cross was. And, and like I said on, on Monday, we are the children of God of Easter Sunday, not the children of God of Good Friday. And it was prophesized way before Jesus' birth that, hey, man, there's a dude coming, and he's going to uh, go ahead and take it for you. You can hate him. You can spit on him. You can punch him. You can drive thorns in his head. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. He ain't wavering. He does not waver. And so I think that's
0: pretty cool. And Thank God he did it because I wouldn't do it and couldn't do it. Yeah, so true. Tony Dungy, whose uh, son James committed suicide, struggling with that, as understandably anyone would. And he Mm -hmm. was crying out to God, and he said, you know, I prayed to God, like, it's just so unfair. And and Tony said, you know, I got letters from young people who said, your son's suicide has caused me to reassess my life and to do uh, some things that are healthier outlets for my depression and things like that. And Tony said that was gratifying and God laid it on his heart. He said, you know, would you give up your son James so that these people Mm. could live? And Tony said, no, I wouldn't. And he said what he got back from God was, well, that's what I did for you. Yeah, that's the
1: answer. That's it. That's perfect.
0: So that's the Wednesday edition of the Spielman and Hooley podcast. We hope you guys all have a great day. We will be back again on Friday.